0: Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We
1: both know that we're grown.
0: Real experiences, real conversations.
1: Like a real woman would. Okay. Welcome to the table. Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. Are y'all ready to have some Grown Folks Conversation on today? Yes, How ma'am. Now, Becky, you was talking about beauty earlier. Can you, can you express to us about the different... Philosophies that we ha- as women had to deal with when it comes to embracing our beauty?
0: So, to me, this was a topic that. I think we need to 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 discuss as women, and especially as African American women, because you know we have gone through all these images and of what beauty looks like. Really, I'm 52 years old, and being able to see as many um, black women now, whether they're um, models or or in magazines, that has progressed since I was a little girl. Not even having enough black dolls growing up. Mm. That's right. And so beauty. Has uh, has affected. I remember as a little girl, um, I'm the fourth child out of five that my my mother had, and all of my sisters and brothers are tall. Like mm-hmm. my my parents are, my sisters are six feet, my brothers are six mm-hmm. and higher. I'm the only one in the five area, mm-hmm. and um and they were were slender. So growing up, I was always like mm-hmm. I was different than everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, never felt like I was cute because I would see other girls who I thought was cute, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't wait to the day where I was like well let me just be smart let me just focus on on um, being smart but at 16 y'all God saw fit <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> to do something inside of me oh, that yeah. I didn't ahead. know till I looked in the mirror and was like <laughs> Okay, I'm kind of cute, Hi. right? And then, Hi. and then guys start, you know, trying to to talk to you. And yeah. So then I was I was I was feeling myself to the tenth power, because people had started to say I was cute. Yeah. I didn't hear that mm-hmm. growing, yeah. uh-huh. um, growing up. It was I always was funny looking little girl, mm-hmm. and so I, my mother, I started to feel myself so much, y'all. You couldn't tell me nothing. It was the little arrogant girl that thought she was all of that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was fine. You name it, and my mother said, "Listen." as quick as god gave it to you he can take it away mm. and i'm looking at my mom i'm 16 i'm like Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this cute ain't going nowhere literally in less than two months later i had a breakout oh. i hadn't had a breakout since i was a young girl i used to break out in these spots but mm-hmm. i broke out and it covered my face mm-hmm. i didn't want to go to school and my mom said you getting your butt up and you going to school mm-hmm. i had black spots covered my entire Mm -hmm. face and so you know people gonna ask what is that on your face Mm -hmm. i was like you going to school so i went every day to school for a month like that went to the dermatologist um they gave me some cream Mm -hmm. some stuff to stop the the itching but the doctor said the spots will never go away
2: Mm -hmm. you'll
0: have the spots So I was like, did my mama send a curse? Oh, did she right. do that? <laughs> did she do that until you do right <laughs> by me?" Yes. So I was like, I, I, you know, being raised in the church, I went home, I was crying, and I said, okay, God, I was selfish. It, mm-hmm. was, it was all about me. It will always be about the inside of me from this day forward. Mm-hmm. And so I, that was my focus. Mm-hmm. It was like six months later, all the black spots left. Mm-hmm. And when they left, I was like, Okay, my skin is back to normal. But it was the first time I was really focused on inner beauty. Yes. I had been totally yes. focused yes. on yes. everything on the outside yes. um, for what the minute I thought I was I was cute. But being able to how how I see myself, how other folks yes. see me, why why does it weigh so much to us yes. about how other folks tend yes. to to view us. So not always feeling cute, always finding something that's that's not pretty about yourself. Yes. I didn't wear sandals till I was 35 mm. because I didn't like my toes. Mm. Because when I was growing up, mm-hmm. my grandmother used to call me Stack. Nobody in my family can call me Stack. Mm-hmm. and She was the only one because my toes were stacked on top mm-hmm. of each other. And because she called me that all my life, I covered my feet mm-hmm. till I was 35 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And it took a girlfriend saying, Becky, are these sandals. Girl, I wish I would. I ain't wearing no sandals. <laughs> right. And I would miss all the cute shoes, shoes. all wow. the cute stuff, cause I had to have a closed toe because the beauty of what people would say about my feet i know we've all experienced mm-hmm. some of these things and how society puts this pressure on us as it relates to beauty and mm-hmm. how, how we look i went from just focusing on let me be smart mm-hmm. and it was like okay god cleared that up let me still be smart
2: mm-hmm. and let me have a good heart yeah. while i'm doing it and that's really been my focus yeah you know Please, i think going <laughs> I, we, I, I went through that where I never, growing up, I never thought I was cute, and um, I don't know. I I don't know if it was a dark thing. A dark thing. It, it could. I'm trying to think, because mm-hmm. uh, a couple of my friends were dark, mm-hmm. um, but it was. I remember this. I was raised always hearing I had a beautiful body.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was raised mm. hearing, look at those legs. Mm. Uh, this is, uh, they never said look at the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said, look at those, Becky got legs like a woman. So I walked like that. I, I used what I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Merced assets. laughs> and when I became 18, and my first year in college, cause my parents would not let me put any dye in the hair, mm-hmm. you know, any of those things. I could get ear piercings, but nothing. And I wanted dye, so I went away to college and that first year I got streaks. And you couldn't tell me nothing. Mm-mm. I was Mm-mm. the <laughs> fake. Yeah. And, and I felt like I, I came in, I'll never forget that at 18 I came into my own. Like I embraced every part of me and I felt pretty. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one, and I tell you, and I'm being honest, because we do get caught up into what other people think. Mm-hmm. And so I always, this is what I said, you cannot do a whole lot with how you were born, okay? Yeah. You're born the way you're born, but you can accentuate. Mm-hmm. So I believed in you're gonna dress nice. They're gonna, they may say, oh, she's not the most attractive, but when is she a dresser? That's me. Uh-huh. You know, it's like when I met my husband, the first thing somebody asked me is what kind of shoes he wear because I was into shoes. And I said, girl, they're cheap as they can be. But I bought him his first pair of valleys, okay? Because I wanted to see my man in some balleys, okay? Yeah. But um, I began to accentuate those parts of me. And I still struggle with that, Becky. Mm-hmm. And I'm 64, okay? Yeah. yeah. And so do we ever get there where you, I am not. I yeah. can't walk past that mirror and be happy in what I see. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you know, I don't know what do we get there. I understand that a lot of it has to do with media and what's been played for us on what is beauty, Mm -hmm. but it's still a struggle.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just say that growing up, because I grew up during the '60s and early '70s, when dark skin was just not pretty. It was Mm -hmm. not cute, and people would make you feel that way. And that's Mm -hmm. how I grew up. And even like my mother, and it makes you rest in peace. My mother would always buy this cream to put on my skin Mm -hmm. because she wanted to lighten me. You know, so and in my own family, I was like, "Oh, black girl, oh, black girl," Mm -hmm. and that's what my family called Mm -hmm. me. So I was in, I was fifth from the top. So I was always made to feel like something is wrong with you. However, but inside of me, you, you just could not make me feel bad because mm-hmm. it's like I, I always knew who I was. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make me feel bad calling me little black girl, and I got called that every day outside by the light skinned girl with the mm-hmm. pretty long hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, black girl. And so I grew up with that really until I think high school. And then, as Becky was saying, guys said, Oh, hey, cute girl. You know, you start getting that because at that time, then the guys, they liked the girls with the big boot. I didn't have one of those either, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I think it was it was just the time <laughs> growing up but it has just never faced me over the years I grew up I think I grew up being a good looking woman yes you are. yes you yes, I try do I do because try try you know you're just right. not into your own growing up so you know the way my mommy's my hair and everything but you know once we you get into yourself sure, come and come as you talked mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. dressing and that's just yeah. something I've always loved mm-hmm. I think it came from family members before mm-hmm. me, because mm-hmm. you don't know how that was instilled in you, mm-hmm. why you just love to dress mm-hmm. or why you like these expensive clothes, you know you like them. Mm-hmm. I knew I loved looking good. Mm-hmm. But and it didn't have anything to do because I was dark and I wanted to stand out or anything like that. But I think it's just during that time, and that's just how people made you feel. Yeah. It was not a good feeling, yeah. you didn't feel good about mm-hmm. it, but you grew up. But what I do know today, those same people no <laughs> hair. They
4: don't have no hair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You don't recognize, uh, baby. Right. I'm
0: like, that's a truth And you call me, what? You call me, And they say, hey, what? how you
3: doing, do I, Baby I, I do scrubbed by, baby. I can stand with my name? pump. <laughs> yes. Or
0: like, you go to a class reunion and you say,
2: it. I turned out don't pretty good, good, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it must be Jesus. And <laughs> you know you
0: want to be petty right. in, right. Right. Get no,
4: this <laughs> me. look at you. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yes,
2: yes,
3: bless it. Do everybody. y'all
2: remember that cream? It was Noxema, wasn't it? No, no. it was, was no, no, Extra
3: ester- Cereals. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes, baby I had to Put it You're on. Yeah, Ambi. Ambi. You're no, ambi was the your skin type type stuff. I remember that skin. I'm glad it didn't do anything to me because I am comfortable in skin. but my heart just
1: grieves with anger when i hear that you oh, know it was like, true. It was like a, i remember that that, that ambi had a soap and yes. a cream yes. right yes. I, that angers me so much and i guess now since we're so live and um talking <laughs> about a uh, self-awareness now like mm-hmm. so being self-aware of who you are mm-hmm. and operating your skin it's like the end thing now mm-hmm. but i do um Recall that my mother affirmed me a lot, you know. Mm. Um, and I guess it's, she's always told me, You're a pretty girl, you know. Mm. And I think that affirming piece really helped me a whole lot and navigate, um, in life. And my, my aunt always told me that, and I had an uncle that always told me that, you know, just kind of reaffirmed me as a as a young lady growing up but i would get i was in that dark skin light skin kind of uh time as well and Mm -hmm. someone would say you're pretty for a dark skin girl Mm -hmm. or you're pretty for brown skin Mm -hmm. you know and so then it wasn't until i had to correct somebody no i'm pretty Mm -hmm. right Right, not not for a dark skin girl but i'm pretty Mm -hmm. right and then i had to be careful with letting um You know, uh, going through a time period where I felt like you know, when I went to the club, I was getting a lot of people ask me for my number. Then I would go to the club, and then nobody wouldn't ask me. And then I said, "Wait a minute, that that mess with your mind." Like, wait a minute, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I had to reflect and say, "Well, well, doggone it, Elisha, you're pretty. Whether somebody asked you for your phone number or or not, not. right? Mm -hmm. You know, you must not be. You just may not be wearing the sleep with me perfume today." Right. Uh There you go. Right, right. So I'm y i am I mean I may not be wearing that type of perfume on mm-hmm. the day, so that may be the reason why you're not getting numbers. So that self awareness piece was so big for me, um, you know, growing up. And then not only that, who do I look at as beautiful? You know, mm-hmm. like I remember thinking, um, um, Diana Ross was beautiful mm-hmm. you know I just yeah. loved her hair mm-hmm. I loved her skin t- oh Angela Bassett was bad mm-hmm. to the bone mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. now what you talking about? Girl. What? Mm-hmm. Girl. When and I then, grow up. Okay on, and, and, and so when I start seeing different women because like you said when we were coming up we just had Essence and Jet you know mm-hmm. then later on what, and then, Ebony and Jet. Yeah, Ebony right. and Jet. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was what we were able to identify But they, even in,
2: in Ebony it was, it was leaning yes, more the towards the, the yes. lighter, the black. Yes, You didn't yeah. see a lot of dark.
0: not dark. Yes. No. We even have the issue. Uh, so let me speak for Becky issue with the natural beauty. Yes. And so I struggled when I, mm-hmm. I, I remember I was still working in corporate America and I went natural. And it was mm-hmm. a VP position available. And I was going to go for the VP position and I was natural. Mm-hmm. And why was everybody asking me, are you going to keep your hair natural for the interview? Or are you going to straighten your hair yeah. for the interview? And I was like, but i already been with the company for like 15 years. Yeah. Well, but I just changed my hair and I was in a role. So I pull my hair back. I slick my hair back because I wasn't going to put no heat on my mm-hmm, hair. Mm-hmm. I slick my hair back into a ponytail to go have this interview. After the interview is over, I get the job. I'm out, natural <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. Your hair is different.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the internet, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But really being able to look in the mirror at myself as a woman with natural hair for a year I struggled. Mm-hmm. I look every time I looked yeah. in the mir- mirror, I saw ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. this is this mm-hmm. is not. And and I had I've I've done some 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 thinking on it over the the years cuz I've been natural now for 9 years. And what I realized, I was natural growing up mm-hmm. and I used to get my hair pressed. Mm-hmm. My mother do- does not know how to do hair. So when my grandmother died who used to press my hair, when she died, my mom was like uh, mm-hmm. And I had a head full of hair. Mm-hmm. So I, I got my hair pressed. I was 10. I, my hair had had a perm until I went natural mm-hmm. nine years mm-hmm. ago. So I had never seen myself as an adult. With All I yeah. saw was that little nappy head girl that you say, Becky with that old nappy hair, that's a brow patch. She got hair like mm-hmm. uh, uh, a yes. sheep. My, my mm-hmm. grandmother would sheep. literally call it, oh, you I'm got well, sheep shit on your head. That's <laughs> what she that's what you saw that wasn't a pretty picture so when I saw my Uh hair guess what I saw Cheap shit in the mirror Uh and so it was never Mm -hmm. it was not pretty Mm -hmm. to me my Mm -hmm. husband didn't like it my husband would look at me and I'd get up and say hey you ready to go you going to do your hair <laughs> It is done mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. we struggle with the natural mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. society for me i had got so caught up in what beauty looked like yes yeah. from from our culture from yeah. the from what white people would mm-hmm. say that i thought that was beauty yeah. too mm-hmm. so unless i had straight hair and it slicked down i didn't feel cute it mm-hmm. didn't feel beautiful mm-hmm. it took me literally three years to look in the mirror and say You're a beautiful brown skin, but you know what, Becky? That thing
2: flips though because um, I I think it's important to do you.
0: Yeah, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm
2: saying? Whatever. I'm a creamy crack girl, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, I like creamy crack. I don't yeah. do it now because I got a different style. But if I want to, I don't feel no condemnation for it. It's sure. my business. It's sure. my head. I yeah. do what I want to do. I figure I'm 64. I've earned the right. <laughs> to <see>. it. You <laughs> yes. understand? Right. It's just we gotta get there. Even with the sisters with natural hair, don't get you know. Oh, you still do perms. And right. They do <laughs> this to your hair. Okay, that's my right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, w- I wanted the flexibility to be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, and my mom forced me into perms early because I had bad hair. Yeah. They said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so So I did perms forever. And then I came out of it for a season and then I, you know, went bald head almost. You know, I love my hair very short, but I I want creative. I want to do what I want to do. I just can't do wigs well. I I love wigs. I don't Mm -hmm. do wigs well. They don't look good on me. I can't find the right one. But sisters who wear it. Wear it well, yeah. and I celebrate what you want to do with your hair. That's you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do me, and so I,
4: without apology. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I think that's what it's it's about. Mm-hmm. You have to get to that place, and mm-hmm. as Becky was saying, we grow to that place. Mm-hmm. I was on the flip side coming up. I was always the pretty girl in the room. Mm. And so I was bullied. What was that like? It was horrible. It was, it was horrible. Sure. It was horrible. Mm. I can mm-hmm. imagine. Uh, because was I was bullied. I have a mark in the back of my head now. I was hit in the head with a rock. Mm. I was hawked on and spit on. So, I, being the pretty girl in the room, it's not great either. Wow. Um, so, that was my thing. So, I would try to dial it down mm. because mm. I people called me Diamond growing up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my nickname. My nickname is Liv. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But they did. They called me Diamond and Princess and all of that. Mm-hmm. I was... Very shapely uh-huh. before, like now, you know. There's everybody shapely. Yeah, oh, you can buy it. Yeah, you were right. born. Yeah, you can build a body. Right, you can build a body. But then it, that wasn't it. I had a Coca Cola bottle shape. That's skin. me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And That's what I long had. hair, mm. no hair, real pretty skin. <laughs> and I I used to roller skate every single day, so I had very nice legs. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh huh. And the boys was after you. The older that. men. God.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. The older men. And man. I grew up in a project, so let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means there were project mentality. Mm-hmm. So the older women didn't like me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So my fights. You might
0: get jumped on. Oh, I had a lot of oh, fights.
4: Yeah. My mm-hmm. fights were with people my age mm-hmm. and people oh, older than me that mm-hmm. was like in their twenties. My mother used to have to come out and fight the woman. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they would to get them off a child. What well, they would think that I wanted her their husband, man. their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I could just walk past the basketball mm-hmm. court, mm-hmm. and you know, man, you man Walk man. past the basketball court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you walk past the back because the store was up there. So you mm-hmm. know, as a child. You, I, I love Reese's Cups, so I'm going to get my Reese's Cups. <laughs> right. but, but I was on the flip side of that, and that was a hard place. Mm. And so mm. I dealt with jealousy for a very long time. Even into my adult years, I, mm. I had to, uh, without saying too much because I am on here, I had, <laughs> to, I had to deal with that a whole lot. Um. Uh, people, you know, automatically, you think you cute, you think you that. And I dealt with that for a long, long time. Oh. So I found myself kind of dialing back to let people shine. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I overcompensate. So I go, mm-hmm. you so pretty, you look nice. Mm-hmm. And you know, I do that a lot. Yeah. but And I mean it, but it comes from that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realize where it comes from, because when you always the quote unquote pretty person in the room, then there's an issue with you, with every woman in the room. Mm-hmm. How did your mom handle that for you? We grew up in the projects, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mama was I,
0: know, fine. I know about the fighting. <laughs> just the
4: two of you. What was the conversation? My mother, my mother wasn't raised to have those kind of conversations. Okay. So sure. my mother, she she. This is this is exactly what happened. I, I'll give you the, the example that was. My, this is how the conversation probably went. I would I had a, a person that was my best friend, and. I thought we were like the best of friends. And we had two dolls and we both decided that uh, we were going to cut the doll's hair in asymmetry. Mm -hmm. So she got mad about the way that I cut my doll's hair. And she started saying to me, you always think you pretty to everybody," And it just came out of nowhere. So we got into, we began to get into this fight. I never fought before. My sister, another story. (laughs) So she hit me in my chin because she was trying to hit me in my face. And when she hit me in my chin, I bit my upper lip. So it was like like the elephant man. (laughs) I ran home to my mother. And I ran in the house and I said, so-and-so hit me. And she said, I think I'm so pretty. And my mother turned. She was was standing at the uh, sink. And she turned around from the sink and she said, I'm getting sick and tired of you letting people beat you up for who you are. She said, go sit on that porch, take this this uh, washcloth with ice and with chasel. You sit it there on your lip. When you get tired of them walking by talking to you, you go up there and you beat ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when my brother got home, my brother came home and he saw my lip, he grabbed me by the hand, he took me up the hill and he took me to her house, knocked on her door.
0: Come on out here.
4: Her mama came <laughs> to the door and, and, and he said, <laughs> This, 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 it. come on. Let them fight. And we fought. Wow. When I tell you we fought so long that the sun went down. (laughs) (laughs) I was so tired, y'all, that I started throwing my blows in slow motion. And we both got tired, and we stopped, and we sat on the ground. And my brother said, y'all had enough? And my brother told everybody out there, he said, that's the last time that y'all will fight my sister because of way she looked. Mm-hmm. and from that day forward I, w- I would have to stand on my own mm-hmm. so it wasn't I don't think it was a conversation my mother could have for mm-hmm. me I think I had to learn how mm-hmm. to stand on who mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's I mean that's the that's only good. thing you can do that's you good. know I'm a social person so I'm always going to be the person coming hey what's going on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's me mm-hmm. I, I like my hair to look nice now all the time. Yeah, I <laughs> Ever since I was a little girl, I'm play with my hair. make bang straight, mama. Part need to be straight. I ain't taking this picture.
1: Well, as you can see, the conversation never ceased to amaze me. We got fighters at the grown folks' table. Cutters, cutters and fighters. Cutters Lord. Thank you so much for joining us today at the grown folks' table. We'll be back again. Thank you.